0: Hello again everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio.
1: And I'm Thomas Kissel with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Good I, morning, Roger, I'm, and almost happy Easter.
0: Oh, good morning, Thomas. How are you? Good. How are things at the chamber, as I always ask?
1: Always good. Always, always, good. always busy. Always busy. And yes, we can't complain.
0: Good. Uh, well, we've got, a, we, we've got an eclectic group here. Lots of different businesses yes. represented in our, uh, in our show this week. Could you please introduce our guests?
1: Yes, and uh, happy to have guests here. We had a little break two weeks, um, but happy to have everybody here at the table today. And ladies, first, uh, we have Keisha Wooden uh, here. She is with, the, uh, with Alpha Insurance, uh, with the Jerry Vincent Agency. And then we have a duo here, Tina Tolton and John Kauman. Uh, from Wings over, Georgia, and Tina is the event planner and chief of staff with the air show. Good morning, Good morning. and then uh, John is the president Good morning and then right here next to me, last but not least, we have David Lance He is a little bit kind of like my boss because he is uh, he sits on the chamber board, so I have to behave today <laughs> um, and he's of course also the president and CEO of the Greater Community Bank here in Rome. Good morning.
0: Hello, everybody. How are we?
2: Good. How are you? I'm
0: I'm just hunky dory, as we say down south. Um, Well, let's kind of get things started and go around and and just kind of let everybody tell the story about uh, just kind of a basic minute or two of of your organization. Let's just I'm I'm most intrigued by the uh, the air show. Um, So um, let's just start here. Just give us a brief overview of what it's all about.
3: Well, we're Wings Over North Georgia is is the the show, the company is JLC Air Show Management, which is the parent company, and we are headquartered at, in Rome at the airport. We've been there since 2012, so we're um, we're pretty established now nationally. And you know, we work on other shows in other southeastern communities right now. So, but Wings Over North Georgia is is our our baby, and she's been here for a long time, and we want to try to you know keep that going so we're still I'll just go ahead and get it out front we still have not made a decision this year whether we're doing a show or not um we're working on jet teams we have been contacted but you know scheduling and making all the dots come together this late in the season can be somewhat difficult but more importantly what we're working on as a, as a company is a new project that's been underway now well, how long Tina four years right. yeah it's called air show racing series And uh, this is where we are actually bringing drag racing in the air to air shows. (laughs) And we just did two weeks ago a very stressful recertification. Uh, This has to be done every two years with the FAA. So we flew through that, made it, and uh, we're just buttoning up some of the paperwork now for our two-year recertification. And we hope to get this all launched with sponsors and different (laughs) folks nationally so if anyone out there has any um body would like to chat with us about being part of this air uh, racing series on a national level we'd love to have a chat with you.
0: Okay so first of all drag racing in the sky that is correct. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> drag racing on the ground is already riveting enough, I guess. Uh, how does that work? I, I, I hate to get in the weeds this early, but how does that work? How do, how do they start?
3: Well, let me let me try to paint the picture. And if you can just take drag racing and just move it up in the sky. Now, instead of a quarter of a mile, we're looking at a 5,000-foot course, which is a, typically the size of an air show uh, aerobatic box. Now we create two 500-foot wide lanes in that box, in the sky, and we put out five pylons. And these pylons, we haven't exactly come up with the final number, but they're going to be somewhere between 40 and 50 feet tall. If you ever watch the Red Bull air racing, you would kind of get a sense of what we're doing. But Red Bull uh, is racing a clock, those guys. Our guys are racing each other side by side. So they're brought into the to the entry gate with a pace plane. The pace plane determines the altitude determines the speed and and make sure they're where they're supposed to be on the wing and then when he gets there he'll make a call similar to smoke on ready ready now and when he goes now he's pulling up out of the way of those and they go through the pylons they go to the far end they do a half hammerhead they come back through the pylons do another half hammerhead and then they speed back to the middle pylon which is the checkered flag pylon all of that takes uh, about a minute and it's pretty pretty exciting, especially after dealing with the the pilots that we were used for our test program. So we're we're pretty pumped about it now. Now we're at the point we're validated, we're certified by the FAA to, to go out and do public uh, air racing events nationally, and now we're at the point of um, getting underwriting and sponsorship so we can. Go ahead and put the, the program in motion
0: starting next, next spring. Well, that's a lot different from the drag race I saw in the movie Grease. Uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, it, that, that's why I asked you what, what was interesting about it, because obviously drag racing, they start from a stopped position oh, and right. then they accelerate. Right. So the pace plane makes sense. But to sync all that up, it's got to be it's got to be something where you might need insurance. So <laughs> yeah. in fact lots of insurance. Yes. So Which well, that's called a segue in the business. Right. Exactly. Uh so hi Keisha from Alpha. How are you?
4: I'm good. How are you?
0: Uh I'm great. Uh so tell us a little bit about your agency there, the Jerry Vincent agency, right?
4: Yes. Um so Jerry has had that agency for twenty one years. Um I've been in the insurance industry for eight. Um we specialize in home, auto life, and commercial. Um alpha what about, is,
0: what about airplane drag racing?
4: <laughs> I can I can get you a good <laughs> let, contact. Let me look into that.
0: <laughs> I threw you a curveball, didn't I? Anyway, yes. yeah, go ahead. But I'm,
4: the life insurance portion. <laughs> just, I know I can help you on that. Um at the Jerry Vincent agency, we try to make the insurance um less transactional. You know, today there's so many competitors out there that you can log on and issue your insurance and you have insurance Um, we want we personalize Um, so we explain to you what you're paying for monthly what that coverage is going to do for you and how it's going to protect you and your family and your assets Um, that's what really makes us shine compared to our competitors Um, we take pride in you know answering any questions. A lot of companies have um, rules and guidelines that, you know, if you have a, if I hit you and I'm insured with someone else, then, well, here's the 1-800 number. You file your claim. No, you can come to my office, and I'll be more than happy to help you do anything that I can because that's my job. Um, so we really try to personalize, you know, our insurance relationship with our clients.
0: You know, it's interesting you talk about that because, David, I would imagine you guys are in the same type of frame of mind at Greater Absolutely. Community Bank. It's about the personal relationships. So could you talk about that sure. and from the banking perspective?
5: You know, community banking, it is all about relationships, no question about it. So uh, we are we feel like we're high-touch and high-tech, and we try to combine the two. And, uh, you know, we don't have an 800 number that you uh, call India for. Uh, <laughs> we have – a. Great folks. Uh, We're real proud that last year we were recognized as one of the best banks to work for in the country. We were number 19 out of all the banks in the country. In the country. And so it's a very high compliment to our folks, and they do give uh, service. Uh, We believe in giving services you would like to have service done to you. And so, you know, uh, if you think about it, it's a pretty simple formula. And uh, it does work extremely well. So, you know, we try to listen to our customers. Can't always do what they want done, but we listen closely and we try to get as close to it as we can.
0: Well, and you both touched on because it can get antiseptic because of technology. So I, what, what kind of a challenge is it for you to, you know, to, to bridge that gap, to, to, to build that relationship when, oh, they, you want to provide mobile banking, but you want the customer to still feel comfortable to come in the bank.
5: Yeah, you know, I think the COVID era kind of uh, accelerated the digital channels a little bit. I think more and more people got exposed to them. Obviously, there was a time when we only had our drive throughs open, but uh, everything we have now is open, except we're, we are remodeling our eStrone branch right now. And we uh, should have that lobby finished hopefully by the 1st of May or so, so we'll reopen that as well. Um, but it is a, a challenge to stay current with the technology out there, and we think we've done a good job doing that. Uh, but you also uh, need to have the
0: human element to it. And where are your branches?
5: Our branches, our main office, we're 27 years old. The bank's been here for 27 years. Uh was originally Greater Rome Bank, and then it was rebranded a few years ago to Greater Community Bank. Um, we've got 53 employees and the main office is on Martha Berry, right by the post office. Uh, we have an office at East Rome by the YMCA. And then we've got a full blown office in Calhoun, uh, on highway 53. And we have an
0: office in Carswell on main street. So. And it, like, any, I know Cartersville is relatively new the past couple of years. Any other growth plans down the line or big picture stuff or.
5: You know, our bank's grown dramatically. We're about three hundred and thirty million in total assets, and uh, ten years ago we were about one hundred and fifty million. So we've had uh, a good growth spurt, uh, and you know we think North Georgia's growing, and and we want to help support North Georgia, Northwest Georgia, and uh, so yes, there's plans, but we're we're kind of digesting all we can digest right now before we do anything else. Well, how long have you been there? I've been uh, at Greater Community Bank for
0: eleven, almost twelve years. Now. So the growth is under you. <laughs> well,
5: I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. I would say the growth uh, is a, a reflection of our great staff. You know, we're we're also a, a sub S bank, and so our largest shareholder is our employees, and we think that makes a huge difference. Uh, they participate in an ESOP, and they own a little over ten percent of the bank. So. I, I know everybody around this table knows the owner's the one who always picks up the trash in the parking lot and turns the thermostat down and tries to spend money as if it's coming out of their pocket, which it is. And so our bank's been very successful, I think. We don't have employee meetings, we have owners meetings. And uh, you know, they they, they understand the better the bank does, the better they're gonna do because they own ten percent of it. So
0: Gotcha. Um Okay, we'll come back around to David in just a minute. Tina and John would uh, want to touch back on the the air show. So, uh, Tina, n- no official word yet on this fall. You still are in a decision-making process, right? That's so, correct. So, like, I guess this is something y'all typically have to plan months in advance to get acts scheduled. Is that how that Years. works? Years in advance. Yes. So that's why, that's why COVID has thrown a wrench with y'all for a while, I would imagine. Well,
2: actually, during, we were in 20... We were one of nine shows in the nation that were able to have a show. Right. So we have a jet team. Yeah. yeah. But the jet teams are actually on two year cycles. They, so they choose now when this December, they will announce where they're going for 24.
0: Okay. So so go ahead.
2: So that's how far ahead we have to work. To get these teams.
0: Right, which is, uh, would, it, would it be safe to say you want to do one this fall, it's just a matter of the logistics of it, if Correct. you if you can make it happen. I think the logistics
3: is not as difficult for us now as it were, say, five years ago. What we're really waiting on is finding out what we call fallout dates, some show that's going to cancel I got later this year. We may be able to snag that date. So okay. that's what we've done in the past with a other other areas that we produce shows at so we're waiting for that as a possibility uh, and we'll just have to see we know we can probably carry it all the way up till the, maybe what the end of June right and and still pull this thing off because the target tar-
0: target date here is the fall yes
3: it be right now our target date is October uh 15 14 15, 14, 15 whatever. Okay. and uh, we've already been contacted by the air force asking us if we're willing to move it to the 7th and 8th so, but that's not trying to say that's what's going to happen, but they're already targeting us for some opportunity that we're not
0: sure it'll happen or, or it may happen. So wheels and wheels are in motion to try to make it work. But Always. I, yeah. Every day. <laughs> for, for, um, for people who have never been to an air show, tell me what it's about. Just, just what, what do they experience? y'all are debating who's going to answer the question go ahead, go. No, she's good at that go ahead. You, yeah, go,
2: go. well i love for you to tell your story about you know how you even started this company and you know because that plays back to why we do what we do and who we're trying to reach well, that's so, a,
3: i'll try to do the condensed version yeah. i spent uh 37 years in the u.s air force flying c-130s now i was not a pilot i was a loadmaster i was a crew member but you know if the plane flies one one of us is going to be on there, and it's, it's a total crew concept. So I had a great career in doing that, and during the course, the latter probably 10, 15 years of my career, I was really a natural at big projects, deployments, you know, big deployments and uh, special events and, you know, just stuff that we get tagged for. I just had a knack for pulling all that together. So it finally came time um, for the last air show I did up at Dobbins, and that was in October of 10. And I think we had a little over 300,000 people show up for that little small show. And we had two jet teams. They had the Blue Angels and the Snowbirds for that one. So that was my grand finale before I retired. So during the course of the retirement year, I was being asked, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm not going to sit on the porch, smoke cigarettes, drink beer, and die like so many of our peer groups so when they said, why don't you keep the dream alive? I said, what dream? They keep this air show thing going, move it, start your own company. So ultimately, that's what I did. And fortunately for us, I uh, landed at Rome because I was doing a lot of work with the Air Force up at Rome, you know, doing airdrops out of the C-130. That pri- was our primary training center, which is kind of cool. But I knew Mike Matthews. He was the airport manager. We had a really already an established relationship through the years. And I, I rolled in on Mike one day. I said, hey, I got snowbirds. Uh, next September, could uh, could I do the show at Rome? And he said, "If you're doing the show, absolutely." He and uh, so that's where it began in in September of twelve with the first show. But it was a major transition, I tell you, to go from a uh, from from a government checkbook to a John checkbook. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, I tell everybody, and and it, to some extent, it's real. I think I went bankrupt three times over the course of the last 10 years. But we just keep clawing and digging, and, you know, we find a way to succeed. But ultimately, the reason we do this is because I was that little kid years ago on the ground going to an air show, either looking through the fence or or whatever, and I was always intrigued with that flying stuff. So I managed to fly in the Air Force. And I say me, it's me and a, a lot of great people, including Tina and the rest of our staff, we still are trying to provide that dream for, for the kids that are growing up now that don't necessarily have the opportunities that
1: uh, we, we try to provide opportunities. For and Rome them. is so blessed to have you guys and thank that you, you cho- oh, chose you. chose Rome. And, you know, many people maybe don't realize that, but, you know, that, that air show is it's one of the flagship um, social events in Rome. Thank you. And you guys, you know, it's just a two-man show usually, you guys, um, but, you know, um, you you guys are the poster child <laughs> of, of economic impact, you know? You. Um, I, I know Tina from, um, from board meetings at the tourism office and, um, you know, um, when we talk about dollars and economic impact of 60,000 people being here for a two-day event, that's tremendous, you Great. know? And... Um, you know, you can, you are way above, you know, any any national tennis tournaments and other major events that we have. So it's tremendous, and you spread, you you spread, you fly out, you spread out. Um, um, you know, the you're ambassadors for Rome, and we love that. Yes, well, thank, thank you, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. and we you. know your background. Go ahead; I mean to cut you off.
2: Well, I was going to say too, Roger. A lot of a lot of people are not aware of why the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds fly air shows. Um, it is. 100% recruiting for those, <clears throat> excuse me, for the service. Um, yeah, and a lot of people are not aware of that. So, you know, and we were just talking about this yesterday. When they hit the ground, they go to the crowd and they go immediately to small children. And that's, I mean, they want those impressions to begin with them that young, just like it did with John years ago. That's why. These air shows are, you know, in production that throughout the U.S. and you know, uh, Canada.
0: So he mentioned his background was Air Force. What is your background, and how did you get it, how did you get involved? Um, <laughs> that's that'll, a, that'll take a six pack. I know, of right? Beer. Yeah,
2: that's a whole nother story. But um, my background is um, marketing, advertising, and hotel sales. So um, I just met John when I moved to Rome in 2012, and he was looking for someone to help him. My skill sets you know, transitioned very well. Of course, you know, now I've picked up many more since then, but yeah, it's, we've had a, a really good fun ride and in the, the chemistry. I
3: think between her skill sets and my skill sets where I'm more of an operator, she's more of that, that, that detail person. And, you know, so that, that mix, sometimes it rubs together, but most of the time <laughs> it produces great results. And obviously right. we're 10 years deep into this doing,
0: you know, multiple shows besides the Rome stuff. Right. Um, what, what is your background, Keisha?
4: Um, basically insurance. <laughs>
0: right. Are you from um, Rome?
4: I'm not. I am from um, Rocky Face, Georgia.
0: Oh, uh, I know the I-75 exit.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, so I grew up there, and five years ago, my husband and I moved to Center. So we reside in Center, and he works at Pirelli Tire here in Rome, and I work at Jerry's office here in Rome.
0: Uh, so y'all both commute every day.
4: We do, but we <laughs> love it, like the difference, you know – when we come here, um, Rome is like our second home.
0: Well, it's interesting, Thomas. I've, we we do this from time to time. David, where were you born and raised? I was born in Calhoun. I was actually
5: born in Rome at McCall Hospital, but at the time. McCall Hospital?
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I've never heard that one. How old are you, David? No, I'm old, enough. <laughs> old enough. I'm teasing. Well, the folks who don't know, your father was Burt Lance. Correct. Uh, who served in the Carter administration, correct? So, yeah. so uh, But you're, you're raised in Calhoun, right? Uh um well it's just that, that's close enough that's the greater rome metro area but uh, thomas <laughs> the metro area uh i was born in omerchi thomas we, uh, we we it's fascinating to me how much rome has grown because we've had people on the show before and there was a time years ago anybody from rome sure they were but now so many people like where were you born and raised down in brunswick georgia on the coast yeah um so Rome is just growing and attracting, which I guess helps insurance people and helps bankers and gives Absolutely. more people to, to buy tickets for air shows. So um, actually, let's talk marketing, because y- y'all had mentioned that a little bit. And I guess everybody has to do that when you're in business. How do you get the word out about yourself, David? Let's kind of start with you. Do you guys, Are you guys on social media, website, billboards, radio? What do you do?
5: All of the above, I think, is the answer. Uh, yes, we do billboards. We do uh, social media. We do... Uh, constant contact. We do an awful lots of different things. Um, and then we, uh, websites, very current, uh, very user friendly. Um, so we try to reach folks in every channel we can
0: use. And I guess best marketing is word of mouth though, right?
5: Well, referral is as good as it gets. A good referral is as good as it gets. So, uh, yes, word of mouth. Uh, you know, you hope folks have good experiences Uh, we're, we're a bank. We, we recognize we don't always do everything absolutely correct, but we try to own our mistakes if we make a mistake and it served us well.
0: Well, and I, I, it seems to be a business. There are certain businesses in this world and maybe I'm stereotyping here. People are incredibly brand loyal to their bank, you know, kind of when they, when they open an account. Uh, so I guess retention is a, is an important thing for you as well, right? Absolutely. And you just do that through customer service. We do, we yeah.
5: uh, do that. And, uh, you know, we do that by trying to make sure we have all the products out there that they could possibly need or want, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm surprised we hadn't had a conversation about interest rates yet. So I'm, I'm sure we'll circle back around to that. But. No,
0: you open the door. Talk to me. <laughs> well, well, you know, we I got think, inflation. I think, we got it. What the heck's yeah, going on? Yeah,
5: you know, uh, inflation is is not real till it affects you, you know, but it affects everybody. I think now, uh, whether it's gas prices or building prices or just the delays, you know, just the chain uh, delivery chains are unbelievable and, and all that. So we're seeing construction loans take longer. We're seeing them come in at higher pricing than uh, ever before. You know, the rule of thumb on a house used to be you better build a 10% reserve if you were building your house. We've seen it be as much as 25 and 30%. And it's, uh, you know, it's hard when you're trying to underwrite it on the front end and you just don't know what, what that end result's going to be. So it does make it difficult. Uh, rates, you know, I think the general thought is everybody believes rates are moving up. They have moved up the last uh, few months, uh, and we think they're going to continue to, to increase. Uh, banks usually do best if it's just a stable rate environment, not a up or down. You know, where you can predict and make those commitments and make that work. But uh, we've had some really good years. Uh, we've uh, we've had great credit quality. There's been lots of good indicators of the local economy, um, and so we're uh, we're pretty bullish on everything still. But there are lots of uh, just flags out there that make you say, "Whoa," you know. Uh, Let's think about it a little bit. Mortgage rates. Um, you know, um, maybe six months ago, a 15-year was maybe two-and-a-half, two-and-three-quarters. This morning when I checked, it was 4.375. So, you know, it's just it's just hard. Uh, so the refinancings are going out, but if you've tried to buy a house or sell a house of late in Rome, Georgia, or really anywhere in – almost anywhere, but um, there's no supply. There's a huge amount of demand, and so it's just an interesting time. Uh, It may be as interesting a time as as I've ever lived through as far as a banker
0: goes. Yeah, you you say interesting because everything seems just a little out of whack. And it's creating, making everything else a little out of whack. That's my official economic input, you know, based on my economic (laughs) understanding. Everything's everything's out of whack. (laughs) Well, you know, and and I guess the
5: example I would give about how things get out of whack and change a little bit is if you used to ever have a listing on a a home or something, it was always I'd make an offer on it or pay listing price. Now it's almost a conversation where – how much above list it, it yeah, sold was, for, you know? And, and so it's very, it's very hard uh, to figure because that's become the, more the norm right now than. How than does not. your bank handle
3: this house is appraised at X, but yet it's going to be sold for double X? I mean, how, how does that process work?
5: Well, uh, the process probably isn't uh, perfected in that regard because appraisals are always lag indicators. You know, they always are of the moment, not of what the future moment is. And I do think that's a catch-up situation where it's extremely hard. So the banks are limited sometimes on what they can do, and so the way that gets uh, taking place is for folks to reach out a pocket more money, okay, or pay more down or whatever. But uh, it is a it is a, a strange uh, circumstance because um, you know we just we just saw a deal where property a, a year ago was at this price and in the last eleven months it almost doubled right. and um, you think you know what happened in the last eleven months this it just and, and there's an awful lots of money in the system right now. Obviously, the government's put lots of money into the system. Um, but it's 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 interesting
0: times, honestly. And- yeah, that's the word you keep using, interesting. Have you seen a meme going around on social media that said, I'm very excited, just closed my loan at the bank, I got a great interest rate, I'm going to go buy some groceries and gas? <laughs> 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 not I, funny but true yeah it is it, <laughs> not know, true but funny it, yeah it, it,
5: it is true and it is crazy <laughs> when you think about that um um just never would have seen those combinations yeah you know, be in the same conversations
0: yeah so, it's trying, trying to make light of it but hopefully everything will kind of stabilize and and get us back to some sort of relative normalcy but it's been a weird few years with covid and pandemic and shutdowns and all of that um So, Keisha, what do you guys do for marketing? Back to the back to before we got off on the interest rates. There, Um, are you guys in the social media business, radio, uh, you know, billboards? What do y'all do, or is it just word of mouth?
4: Uh, Well, right now, um, of course, Jerry has his Jerry Vincent Alpha Insurance Agency Facebook page, and then um, he has started uh, geo tracking. Um, So, like, if you're in a certain area within the Rome communities. If you scroll on your Facebook, um his ad will pop up, which is really awesome. Uh we've got uh positive feedback on that, a lot of, you know, online quotes. Um he used to do billboards that is in the works. Um he's uh, you know, thinking on that and um really like he said, referrals. Uh word of mouth is the the by far the best marketing
1: and you guys are using the best market tool ever because you're involved in the chamber actively keisha <laughs> is, is a uh, chamber ambassador and it doesn't really get better than that because you are involved and you you know right there where everything happens so yes. uh, and that's where actually the word of mouth got to start start somewhere you know mm-hmm. and you together with 30 different people with the 30 different networks and you know you are a poster child of utilizing the chamber yes. <laughs> um, properly. So, um, And of I would have
5: to just echo that about the ambassador program. It's a very, very strong program. and uh, The chamber does an extremely good job with that. Thank you, Lance.
0: Um, well, because there's some things that unite all businesses. You know, you might be in this business or that business. There's entrepreneurial risk. There's, as you, you touched on, sometimes you, you got to fight that economic fight to fund things, find sponsorship, but um, marketing. Is something that you know? Yeah, people need to hear about the bank or the insurance agency. How do you guys market the uh, Wings Over North oh, Georgia? Goodness.
2: We have tried everything through the years, and everything. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's beautiful about an air show in that community is that there are tons of followers, and meaning there are enthusiasts. But then there's also photographers, and those guys will really, you know, send you. Everywhere through social media, so really, social media for us has been the strongest tool. Although we've tried traditional media of all kinds—radio, TV, well, billboards—I I think
3: what's amazing from when we began this journey in 2012, right, and to where we are now, and see the changes, because, right. like Tina referred to, you know, we used to be traditional. But now we are really right. out-of-the-box thinkers, and we have to be in order to, to keep up.
2: Yeah, because our shares are so strong. You know, again, with just enthusiasts, photographers, just, you know, followers. So for us, social media is really the, the place to be.
0: Well, and you mentioned that y'all, you know, of course, we're familiar with Wings Over North Georgia. But how many shows do you does your company do, and in what other locations? Well, we've got two that's on the horizon. I can't speak to them
3: here. We're hoping to bring one of them on board within the next, what would you say, maybe 45 days. We've got a meeting this afternoon after I leave this one. But that's going to be a, a, a big show. And then we've got another one that we're working on. We think it's going to bear fruit. But we've we've done them in Myrtle Beach. We've done them in Brunswick, my hometown. But, you, you know, we haven't gone back there due to just a lot of times community difficulties. It's very difficult from our seat to get the community on board, to get uh, – All the, the county, the city, and all the other little strings that everybody's got to want this thing, or we, it won't work. So that's the beauty of at least in Rome, everybody wants it and wants that. It appears they want to keep it here. But you know, once we get that going in a community, and that's where the 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 other one that we're really excited about. We've been working with them for four years to to get this one stood up, and it looks like it's it's going to happen. But. Anyhow, well, good luck with that. Yeah. It's thank you, and uh, but yeah, we uh, we've got a pretty broad reach in the industry itself because you know we are looked upon as a favorable producer, so we we get involved with other shows. I'm helping Vidalia right now. I was now. just going
2: to say we consult on many other with other yes. um, yeah. shows as well. So,
3: but to bite I'm off gonna... a show and own it—that's a pretty uh, <laughs> expensive proposition wow
0: right um well let's go around the room one last time here and get anybody's final thoughts to make sure you want to mention anything that maybe you haven't mentioned yet anything upcoming or a special promotion or what have you or also contact information your website social media how people can connect or follow you um or anything else you just want to make sure you you get said before we say goodbye david we'll start with you please sir Sure.
5: Uh, our uh, web uh, address is greatercb.com, and we'd invite everybody to come to our web page and check it out. Uh, if you want a community bank, if you want to see how a great group of folks respond to you, uh, give us a shot. We'd love for you to come by any time. Uh, we just remodeled our office in East Rome. We're real proud of that. Our building in uh, downtown Rome is gorgeous even though it's 26 years old you know and uh we just completed a new uh, remodel in our office in calhoun and it's really state-of-the-art so uh we'd love for you to come by anytime uh and experience uh our southern
0: hospitality beautiful keisha any final thoughts or contact information for you guys
4: uh well our agency is off of redmond road in the redmond office plaza um we would love i mean just a quote, just takes a few minutes and to see the difference that our agency has to offer from our competitors. We would love to help everyone. Um, our phone number is 706 295 7876. You can find us on Jerry Vincent, Alpha Insurance Agency um, on Facebook, and then um, alphainsurance.com slash Jerry Vincent um, will take you to our direct page as well.
0: Okay. Uh, And Tina and John, any final thoughts or contact information, how to connect with you guys, follow you guys on social, website, what have you? Yeah, we're pretty
3: much WingsOverNorthGeorgia.com and WingsOverNorthGeorgia Facebook. That's primarily the air show here. The Parrot Company's JLC air show management. But more importantly right now, I'm really wanting to push the fact that the air show racing series as a website is is very basic right now because we're still building the content behind it. But uh, the Air Show Racing Series Facebook page is very active, and if you want to see what we've done and watch some video of it, it's
0: it's a great little site to go better understand what we're we're doing new. And people should follow so that when when do you think you might know about this fall officially here, one way or the other? When do you think we might expect an announcement? Hopefully, and and would would the best way to do that be to follow your social to find out? We'll we'll know when you know. Yeah, you'll know quickly because our PR
3: department will, will actually, you know, do press releases and all that stuff. Plus, we will blow it out on uh, um, Facebook as well.
0: But you, th- you, you said maybe a couple of months we'll know? I'm hoping less than that. Okay. We'll make a, a grand decision one way or another. One way or the other. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, Thomas, any final thoughts or a, a quotation? Did you bring a quotation, Thomas?
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm going to close with that today. But first of all, you know… Uh, Everyone on the table, you know, it's just a prime example of how unique Rome is, you know. And uh, after many, many years, it pays off. People realize where Rome is. People are moving to Rome. We just uh, heard in the news, uh, we're getting a thousand more homes. And, you know, there's a reason why why people want to move to Rome, because it's beautiful, it's unique. It has, you know, state-of-the-art events um, that reach not just the region, you know. They are uh, nationally renowned um, events, and you know that creates a halo effect. You know, we we it's a that's a nice to have, and we are we are so pleased and blessed to to, to have you guys. But then you know um, that creates jobs and uh, generates you know economic dollars for the city attracts new people to move in and then you know you guys come in with the not the nice-to-haves the have-to-haves you know everybody (laughs) needs needs a good banker and uh an insurance broker and then you know you have to have that personal touch you know we all at the end of the day in the people's business so um it's just a prime example in what great of a community we live and i want to close with a quote You're a big fan, the biggest fan I know, Elvis.
0: (laughs) Elvis Aaron Presley, the king of rock and roll.
1: So chime in if if you know this one. As long as a man has the strength to dream, he can redeem his soul soul and and fly. fly. Awesome. Very
0: nice. Uh, From the song If I Can Dream that he used to close his 1968 television special that Elvis fans now refer to as the comeback special, but at the time when it was broadcast, it was called Singer Sewing Machines Presents Elvis. And it was, a, it was his return to the live stage after eight years of doing bad movies. Wow.
1: <laughs> I don't want to play uh, Elvis trivia with you.
0: <laughs> so That's I just, just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm one of those crazy people. Well, anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for being here. This was great. It was great to chat with everybody. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. This is Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much.